Okay. Hey, it's great to have you with us today on our program that's called There's More to It. And almost any subject you talk about, there is what you think of or what you do every day, but there's always more to the issue at hand. Today, we have a wonderful guest, Tracy Bledsoe, and she's from an organization called The Peace Place. So, uh, Tracy, uh, give us sort of an idea of, uh, of what you do every day. Well, thank you, Joe. Um, Peace Place is a domestic violence agency, um, which means a lot of things, I guess. Um, primarily, we operate an emergency shelter for women and children who are fleeing from abusive homes. Yes, ma'am. Um, we, we bring these families in uh, when they have nowhere else to go. So mm-hmm. many of them show up to us with literally nothing but the clothes on their backs wow. um, because they are, are truly fleeing for their lives. Um, while they're with us, we provide everything they need. Obviously, uh, right. you know, shelter and home, but also food and clothing and, and right. toiletries and, and all of those kinds of things. Um, but we're not, uh, we're different from a homeless shelter in that ours is truly a program. Our, our purpose is to empower these women uh, right. to become independent, to, yes, to be able to escape their violence and to... Um, to be able to support themselves and their families and and live on their own. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know because that's a that's a huge part of it. If you can't put food on the table or a roof over uh, your head, you're going to return every time. Sure. Um, and statistics tell us that a woman will return to her abusive partner seven times before she finally leaves for good or ends up dead. So oh my goodness. We try to reduce as many of those barriers as possible. Um, so that she can right. can live freely. Yes, ma'am. To sort of uh, break the pattern, so to speak. Right. Are these individual women, or do they have children in tow sometimes? Um, both. We we serve single women, but mm-hmm. we also serve lots of moms and kids. So our shelter is full of kids all the time. Wow. You know, that, that is tragic to the point of there's more to it. I, I think that a, a large part of society is generally aware of these things happening, but as long as it's not, quote-unquote, affecting them, they, it's out of sight, out of mind. But, but in some ways, it affects everybody. It does. Um, you know, just like you said, it's easy to, uh, to say that it's not happening, it doesn't happen in my community, it doesn't happen in my church. Right. But that's that's simply not true. Um, it is wow. a silent epidemic because most of the folks who are victims of domestic violence don't tell. Um, sure. It's embarrassing. It's humiliating. Um, and also there's a huge fear that you won't be believed. Right. Um, those, those abusers are, are manipulative, you know, and they present a very favorable character to the outside world. Yes, ma'am. Um, and so when a woman comes maybe to her pastor or to a friend and says, right. hey, my husband's been beating me, you know, a lot of times our response is, oh, no, no, surely you're exaggerating. He's yeah. such a great guy. Yeah, you know, he coaches Little League. He couldn't possibly. Sure. And so you're, you're not... You're not believed, and so eventually you don't tell. Sure. Um, but you know, the fact of the matter is that one in four women will be the victim of extreme physical violence at the hands of a, a significant other, a, a, a spouse or, or a partner. You're saying 25 percent. That's correct, and that's of what's reported, and that's not just 
um, not to minimize the other types of sure. domestic violence because there's emotional abuse, financial abuse, psychological abuse, all of that, which is equally damaging. But I mean 25% that experience severe physical violence. Wow. Wow. Yes, ma'am, I, I can imagine the... Uh the psychological abuse that that happens that and your know, psychological abuse is 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 really uh, worse sometimes than uh, than physical because when you're telling somebody well let me tell you what he did well it doesn't it doesn't sound horrible when you, when you're saying it back so that and what is the impact on the children wow so um, the kids are um Maybe the greatest sufferers of all. Um, they obviously have no control over the situation. Um, but the kids who grow up in homes with domestic violence are almost certainly going to grow up and re repeat the pattern. Yes, ma'am, because they've seen, that's the pattern that's they've right. seen. That's the example they've that's seen right. of what marriage is. That's right. And boys are twice as likely to become abusers in adulthood, and girls are almost certain to become victims. Wow. Um, and these kids suffer immediate consequences. They, they have difficulty in school. They're more likely to wet the bed and have insomnia. They have um, learning difficulties. They have behavior issues. Um, and then it grows into adulthood. They're more likely to have substance abuse issues, long-term depression, and you know a hard time assimilating into society and being productive. Wow. So this is um, sort of a latent issue when people say, oh, well, it's, it's not bothering us. Well, it may not be bothering you today, but it will when these children grow up because um, that's the life they're used to. That's right. And it is bothering you today. You might not see it, um, but if you have children or grandchildren who go to school, and that child who is, who is leaving an abusive home to go to school that day, and he's being disruptive in class, the teacher is spending a lot of time addressing the behavior of that child from that abusive home, and that's time she is not spending on instruction to your own children. With, with your own children, and, and all he's doing is replicating what he lives in every day. That's right. My goodness. You know, that's a daunting thought. It's a terrible reality. And uh, it, that is certainly one of the areas we'd say there's more to it than, than just the physical abuse that happens to the spouse. How do you get the word to the victims? How, how do you get them to make that choice to seek help or seek shelter away from their abusive environment? Uh, that's the that's our biggest struggle. That's the hard thing is getting the word out so people know that there is help. Yes, um, and it's also recognizing um, the signs maybe in your in your own self or in those that you love because. Mm -hmm. Part of this pattern of abuse, it's a gradual breakdown of, of a person's self-esteem self and independence. Mm -hmm. And over a period of time, you begin to feel like you deserve to be treated in the, in the horrible way that you're yes, being treated. And, and it changes your brain. And you wow. don't even recognize, wait, this is wrong. Wait, exactly. I deserve to be treated with kindness and respect. Exactly. Um, so you... Sometimes it takes somebody from the outside saying, wait, what's, what's yeah, Wake up. Like, what's uh, yeah, sure. Are you okay? 
Um, it, you know, and even when you do, like I said, it's the, the fear of not being believed. Sure. Um, and knowing that you have somebody that you can confide in, um, somebody that will believe you no matter what, somebody that will help when you're ready to, right. to ask for help, because it has to be right. that um, victim's decision. You can't force it. You can't yes, force ma'am. them um, to leave or to seek help before they're before they're ready. Yes, ma'am. And you know, when you when you think about the people who might be listening to this now, um, there is value, huge value, and talking to someone, frankly, that's not a family member because they know the other person. It, that that makes it hard for them to imagine. So the the abused individual needs to seek third party help on this. I can imagine that the abused, as you were saying, you know, they begin to think, well, I'm I, I deserve this or whatever. Um, you know, they don't have anybody to talk to that they can believe as a third party point of view. That's right. That's right. Wow. Um, and, you know, that's, you're exactly right. That's so much the problem so often because the people that you would confide in are too closely related. You know, yes, ma'am. They're your friends, they're your family, and they know both parties. And, and frankly, people don't want to believe it. Sure. Well, of course they don't. If it can happen to you, then it could happen to me. Certainly. And so if I can just put my blinders on and pretend well, maybe she's being a little dramatic. Maybe they need to go to counseling. That's a typical response. Maybe oh, wow. they need to go to couples counseling. Right. You know, and, and there's a, an assignment of blame. You know? Certainly. Um, perhaps it's, it's just as much your fault. What did you do to aggravate to, him? Yeah, to, to bring this on. Yes, yeah, exactly. You know, one of the things that I think is so important, that especially Christian belief, gosh, I, I stood before the minister and promised God that I'd be here forever. Here is something that I think is so important. You have no indication that the person you're with is the person that God intended you to be with. For whatever reason, it may have been your intention or his intention or whatever. The promise you made was to stay with God's choice, and you may or may not be with God's choice. I think that is an important reality for believers anyway, because they have a tendency to stay in a bad situation. And they, they that's tragic for all parties, because the abuser isn't happy either, <laughs> you know, um, and, and I don't mean to cut the abuser any slack, but this isn't good for anybody. That's right. Well, as, a, as an individual, you know, I'm walking around outside. I've, I've got friends uh, all over the city. Are there signs that I can look for? I, I feel like that there, there needs to be some more proactive work done by others. That's, that's exactly right. Um, and there are signs. Uh, you just have to look. Um, you know, it's funny, I've spoken to lots of folks about this, and when we start talking about some of these signs, they're like, oh, I never I never thought about that. And it's not necessarily that people don't care, it's just they're not aware. You know, Certainly. It's all about awareness and education and helping people to be able to, to help others and to help sure. themselves. Sure. You know, one um, very common sign is if you see somebody wearing long sleeves in the middle of the summer, um, you know, when it's 100 degrees outside and, right. and, and somebody has on long sleeves, it might 
be might be worth asking a question. Covering covering something. That's up. right. Turtlenecks and scarves and um, uh, um, retreating from normal social activities. You know, sure. if, um, if you have a friend who you know you've had a long-standing Thursday night girls' night, you know, right. and then all of a sudden she's she's not showing up anymore. And they're, you know, excuses. Well, I, you know, I just need to spend time at home or, right. you know, my my boyfriend or my husband just, you know, wants to spend time with me. You know, quality time. Quality yeah. time. You <laughs> right. know, and there's that level of guilt. Well, why? Why do you have to go out and spend time with other people? Aren't I good enough? Don't you care about me? Don't sure. you want to spend time with me? Um, you know, when they start when they start retreating, when they don't answer right. the phone as often, when they don't have that same level of in-depth conversation that sure. they used to that they used to have, right. these are all signs that wow. um, you know that that something is is not quite right. Right. So I mean, there's other physical signs other than obvious bruising or okay. whatever. So uh, that's right. very interesting. Very interesting. And a lot of times too, you know. The bruises aren't always visible. Sure. Those who are really adept at abuse, they know where to hit you that, um, or this, this, harm you in places that it doesn't. It's not normally exposed. That's exactly. Right. Sure. You know, kicking in the in the stomach or in the sure. in the back. Right. Um, you know, so it's oh, it makes word. it it makes it very difficult right. to uh, to identify a lot of times. Wow. Goodness. All right. So, what would be the process? Let's let's say I'm a guy. Guys ain't too smart, uh, you know. And and we see something with a friend that we wonder should be addressed. Do we reach out to Peace Place or do we talk to that individual? Uh, what is what is the best thing to do? Um. So I think the the best thing to do is to um just offer love and support to that individual. Um, you know, if you were to call Peace Place, that's that's great. I can talk you through some some right. hints and suggestions, and I can maybe be on the lookout for a phone call. Right. But that that victim has to take the first step to ask for help. I can't reach out sure. to her. Sure, I understand. Um, I mean, understand. Certainly, be a, a, an invasion of privacy, and really would destroy the trust that you had. Exactly. Exactly. Good point. Excellent point. And it's not always, you know. Like I said, people don't like to talk about it. People are embarrassed. Um, maybe they're afraid of repercussions at home. Of course. A lot of times, maybe that of course um, that abuser is is prominent in the community. Whether it's a small community, you know, when we live in small towns, everybody's prominent because everybody knows everybody. Exactly. Um, sure. But sometimes it's just as a matter of, hey, is everything okay? Or yeah. if you ever need anybody to talk to. I'm, I'm here. If you yeah. need help, I'm here. Well, the, Please know that whatever yeah. you tell me, I will believe. Sure. And I think that if you're concerned enough, or if I'm concerned enough about this individual, we have a pretty good relationship already, and and just that reinforcement of uh, being there for them uh, is uh, because they've got to talk about it. So, very interesting, very interesting. You tell them it's not your fault. You sure. haven't done anything wrong. Exactly. It's not your fault. I will believe you. Exactly. Whatever you have to tell me, I'll believe you. I, I understand. That is fantastic. 
Well, I tell you what, that that is a lot of information. I want you to come back next week and let's 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 talk some more about it. You've been visiting with Tracy Bledsoe from the Peace Place, and it's a uh, battered women's shelter, and it uh, it helps uh, youngsters as well that uh, get caught up in a bad situation. So thank you very much for listening, and I hope you'll be with us next week as we get down a little further to see if there is more to it. Thank you very much.